0: Ireland <laughs> Rugby's organised a crisis meeting with uh, Stephen Larkin. Sit back, relax, put your belt on, and enjoy the show.
1: All right, welcome to the Fantasy XV Draft Podcast, Episode 8, the podcast where we discuss fantasy super rugby, a game they play online in heaven. I'm your host, Cargey, and with me this week we have the ever reliable Harry Dale. Welcome, mate. How's it going? And the super sub, a.k.a. Malcolm Marks, uh, Alex Nabung. It's, it's Papa Lee this week. Oh, it's Dalton Papa yeah. Lee. Yeah, very Both good. Way. Very topical, man. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it done some research. A little bit. Some preparation. Of um, and uh, Nabunk's stepping up and in for Nelson for the next few weeks, uh, or forever if he has his way. Um, <laughs> whilst Nelson is away on honeymoon for the next couple of weeks, so congratulations to Nelson.
2: Worth noting as well that um is going to be doing the stock market for the next few weeks, so expect it to actually get posted.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's I mean, it's it's a really low uh, standard to to start <laughs> It's a low floor. You know, any, anything is better than what Nelson was doing, but um. Yeah, alright, well, look, as, uh, as always, be sure to check out our website, fantasyxvdraft.com, where we, you can find our weekly articles the Casualty Award, Fantasy Round in Review, and the aforementioned stock market. Uh, and get after us on the socials. We are Fantasy XV Draft on Twitter, Facebook, and the Gram. Alright, that out of the way. Uh, let's get stuck into the entree. Uh, very tasty round nine in review Canes versus Chiefs on Friday night
2: get us started Harry glad I was organized and ready for this <laughs> all right it's the first one, mate. I know. <laughs> on. <laughs> sorry. sorry I wasn't really listening um oh, excellent <laughs> strong start no I'm not going to talk to so tell shit this week okay so the, the, we'll start with the big scores so probably the big well no surprise really is Benny Lamb blam at it again um 80 points for him the most impressive thing to me was the lamar p offload and then lamb just kind of went through the middle that's just an incredible turn of pace even Mm. against the kiwi sides who are also all lightning quick Mm. and he's just such a big man that people just fall off him he doesn't seem to have to do anything they just can't actually Bring him down. He still had a lot to do when he
0: scored that try. It was
2: like he was acid or something. They didn't even... It's not like they like got bumped or anything. It's just like they
1: touched him and, yeah. and like dissolved off him. Like, kind of.
2: Yeah, they just fall away. Yeah, it was very weird. But... He had 156 run metres, another eight tackle busts, uh, four line breaks, one try from his ten runs, and an offload. So, beast as per normal. And he topped that game, didn't he? Yeah. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. That's... Um, second place was... The other ever present outside back, Solomon Alamalo on 75, played very, very well. And Damian McKenzie on 70 points. D Mack, I think, might have been up there as the most runs in the game. I think it's worth noting to Alamalo, is 75, zero tries. That's yeah, well, quite well, impressive. I'm, I'm just looking now, he had 204 run meters. So, oh, yet another player to crack the 200. Mm. So, very, very impressive. Excellent. He actually, I, I stand corrected, 15 runs for him, he had the most from the match. Um, no, nine tackle busts, so he made Blam look like he doesn't know how to break a tackle. All right, let's calm down. Uh, let <laughs> uh, stop right there. And um, D Mac, 100 run metres, three line breaks, three line break assists, couple of offloads, six tackle busts for himself, so continues just to... Just a standard, just to, he's doing well. He calls yeah. that a Wednesday, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <But>, um, <laughs> yeah raining right the yeah. points. Notable mentions, Bodie Barrett just scored an outrageous mm. try. 58 points for him. I think it was a forward pass from Wainui. Yep. And it kind of bounced awkwardly. Full pace. I don't know why he was moving at full pace. <laughs> yeah, it because was, it was it's. like a two-on-one, and all of a sudden he's just read the forward pass. And as, as he does, as soon as he gets a little bit of a, you know, a half break, no one's going to get anywhere near him. It was crazy. Shut the gates. Yep. Still mm. just ridiculously, just unfairly good. La <laughs> uh, Lamape scored a try, set up that one for Ben Lamb. Maybe not on a platter, but... No. Played very well, still definitely hitting his, his top form again in the last couple of weeks. That's it. And pro, there's just big scores everywhere from this one. Boschier, mm. I want to mention as well, 48, played really well. Yeah. Scored that tryout in the wing um, and actually showed a little bit of acceleration there as well. We didn't have to go that far, but it was good to see him actually get a pass with an overlap and just accelerate. That was pretty impressive as well. He seems like they're
1: locked in number six, I'd say, like they're, they're number one ranking six. Yeah.
2: Yeah, is that what we think? Uh, he's he's definitely my favourite. I mean, I definitely, over, definitely over
1: Messam. Yeah. You know, they've got the old man yeah. on the bench. Yeah, definitely. Tell me yeah. wrong. I like Messam, but he's you know he's on. The, I think they just
2: brought him in for the the Wairua, yeah. um the support, Treats. the mana. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm just wondering, is, is Mitch Brown gone for the season? Oh, actually, yeah.
1: Mitch Brown was really good. Mitch Brown could play that second row as well. He was a tall bloke. Ah, uh, wrapped his ACL. Gone for the season, that explains it. Excellent. Where would you find that information?
2: Probably in your casualty ward. uh... That I wrote. No, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, so, well, there you go. He probably is locked in then. That was round five, so he's played every round since then, I think, at number six. So, he's he's a solid player. Maybe not consistently going to score huge points, but a very good player nonetheless if you're looking for that kind of third or fourth ranked Lucy in your team. Yeah, for sure. Um, any other big ones? I, I think it was good to see the return of Toby Smith from his concussion. That that kept him out since round two. So yeah. always scary. I think when they start to miss a number of weeks in a row that you might not actually see them back again. And, you know, it seemed to just pop out of nowhere that he, he returned. He got he got quite a few of us in the draft.
1: I think he got he got dropped and traded through a few teams in the, <clears> yeah, in the several weeks he, he was
2: out. <laughs> I, I was a lucky one in the end. You were, Which yeah. was good news for me. The benefactor. Yeah. Um, so that, that was great to see I don't think he actually did very much I, I didn't start him I thought maybe first week back he might be a bit quiet he only had what was it he's normally one of those players points or th- that makes loads of tackles and stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah exactly mm. very good player and then on the injury front there was a couple um, if I find what I've listed here Aiden Ross was the big one on the floor with uh, a really severe leg break it looked like uh, Angus Tarvao just kind of collapsed the middle of his shin the big man mm. and uh, he looked in a lot of pain he was blowing his whistle the green whistle came out yep apparently um, it pretty much won the Commonwealth gold for the New Zealand Women's <laughs> sevens team <laughs> as Blyde Blyde yeah, yeah. Blyde the winger just carved us in the final scored two tries and saved another so the, that's the, connect, a big the loss. connection
1: there, being that she's his partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. I was, thought that was implied. <laughs> yeah. nice she just didn't love Angus Ross as
2: a fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so Adam Ross confirmed now gone for the gone for the season. So that mm. means that all, but that's fine because they have heaps of props. So well, yeah, what we're saying, all six of their <laughs> yeah, but initially all, all, all signed props are now injured. And keep in mind that Tarval wasn't initially signed either. So, That's right. So yeah. Sam Prattley from the Blues that didn't have a contract this year is being called over. So times yeah. getting tough. I was just saying to the boys, I was thinking about calling up Colin Cooper and just asking if I should, you know,
1: fly over if, if there's a spot on the extended yeah, it was, playing squad. For it was it yeah. unanimous? No. Yeah, yeah. Look, <laughs> yeah,
2: well, just 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 an idea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Taleni Sue came back he missed one week for a back injury They he limped off I just assumed it was going to be a lower leg injury but just read about an hour ago that mm. he is irritated he's back again so they said he's going to be gone for one to two weeks but this is an ongoing issue for him now mm. so this becomes I think a, a bit more of a problem for the Taleni Sue owners yep definitely and Sue, uh, Sue, <laughs> Um and the <laughs> Hurricanes team Sam Henwood who had taken the place of uh, Arty. Arty Sevilla. Yeah. Got concussed and didn't come back. You'd think Arty Sevilla's going to be back from his ribs after the bye this week. I think we can say that. We'd have to say that for preview because they have a bye next yeah. week against the Sunwolves as well I think it is
1: yeah if that's um, right that's, that's a good yeah, way to come that's back that's a good week for, for Artie to come Jesus. back so. so yeah
2: pick up Artie now against, if you can. it is against the Sunwolves that's right the Sunwolves yeah. are due though aren't they aren't they due for a uh, win yeah it might or be, be. Well, they'll, they'll be on tour in New Zealand uh, they'll be in Wellington mate
1: that's yeah. where, where they play their best they'll be, coming series, off, <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be coming off a big win against the Crusaders this week so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, awesome. Sam Lousey was the last yeah. one so he got pulled on Paul Wednesday apparently injured his shoulder. Right. They left him on the team sheets and then didn't recover enough for the weekend, so I guess that's a one weaker. Right. Can't be too serious if they've left, let him. You can't
1: do that for fantasy that. managers, mate. You can't pull him but leave him on the team sheet. What is that? You know, yeah. Where's the
2: update, boys? He's, he's kind of that middle tier lock that you would have traded him for someone as exactly. well, or even dropped him if you had to. Yeah, 100%. But uh, I think the only other player, I don't know if we mentioned him or not, um, even though we spent a long
1: time on this game, Charlie Nartai returned back mm. did we mention him he returned back uh, no, started he at 15
2: he so. was I think he was the next one out on the fantasy points as well yeah he had 41. 40 something 40. yeah 41 so solid out him back as a, as a bloke that just seems to constantly score good points mm. uh, for me the only question mark was if he'd score as heavily at fullback as he did in centres I think yes. that's his second game at fullback and he scored well twice in a row now so uh, yeah. I, I think it definitely raises his stocks up a little bit you may see his name in uh in the new and improved and actually posted Nabung stock market mm, this week. Yeah. Could do. Take, well, take he, notes, man. When he's starting, he's, he's generally getting
0: some good points. So um, Definitely keep your eye out on him.
1: For right, sure. We look forward to the numbers breakdown in your article. Exactly right. <laughs>
2: <All laughs> right. Sunwalls Blues, Mr.
1: Craggs. Sunwalls Blues. Uh, show me the Yuani. <laughs> That's the name of my fantasy team and rightly so because... It was all the Iwani's as expected this week. Rico, eighty-five fantasy points, and brother Akira not too far behind with seventy-one. Blues brothers, the Blues brothers. That's it. I did. We posted up on the gram. Who's the more iconic duo, Rico and Akira, or uh, Jake and Elroy? Um, but uh, you know, uh, yeah, they absolutely crushed it this game as we thought would happen against the Sunwolves. Both, as we said last week, both teams tackling optional um, <laughs> <laughs> attack, attack to the max. So, uh, yeah, they did well. Rico, worth mentioning, no tries, 85 points. So he was just kind of, you know, like. Oil. He actually looked a bit quiet for his yeah. 85 yeah. points. Was I was. Ridiculous. Yeah, he looked quiet. I, I, I still think none of. I think we'd all agree that we wouldn't prefer, prefer to play him at 12. I think we discussed, <laughs> we discussed this every week. And, you know, I mean, the first thing Tana Among Us said at the start of the season, Rico said, I want to play 13. And Tana said, Why would I move the world's best winger hmm. from the wing? and now he's played
2: 11, 12 and 13 so well he's he, he's getting desperate tana yeah well his post last week said i know we can move him back to the wing and he'll have an ex- he'll have a phenomenal impact mm. but why leave him out there where he's not going to get that much ball? Wouldn't you rather bring him in so he can try and impact, have more of an impact more often in the Senate? So yes. he's flipped his thinking. I think he's he's definitely getting pretty desperate. I don't like it because, uh, see, on the wing, I don't
1: have to watch Rico pass the ball, whereas at 12, he seems to pass it an awful lot. So Absolutely. Not a fan. But anyway, they both did well. Akira got a try, and uh, it seems that he's the he, he's he's the only person who could stop himself getting another try because he did get over the line again, but his forearm was too big. It was in the way that he actually... Held himself up. Now, okay, i got to give some credit to Lapis Labushkadni, who... Uh, 27 tackles, I heard. 27? hmm Jesus. Wow, well, you were ready with that stat. God. Um Yeah, well, we've talked about Lapis every week. He's always... He's bound for mid-20s tackles pretty much every week. I'd love to see his Great. average. His average would be Insane. over 20 now, for sure. But, um, yeah, so he's... I'll he get to I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I find out. To, all right, good. Well, he managed to stop Akira. Um, but, no, Akira was just, yeah at his tackle-busting best. Um, he's... Ridiculous how his work, right? Look, he he is the top uh fantasy back rower this year and by a fair margin. He's a oh big, no, sorry, I meant Lappies on the, the <laughs> okay. Well, I'm happy to talk Akira's about bad, I'm, I'm happy, happy to talk about Akira <laughs> all right, you No, know, Akira is the top fantasy back by about, about 70 points over uh Amanaki Murphy. So, um, nope, oh, very quiet over there. No, it's no, yeah, good. Just checking if I, I was trying to bait you there, mate. But that's all right. Um, look, anyway, moving on. Um, Jordan Highland, the big one week pick pickup. If you picked him up, this was. Last week, uh, this was you know, okay. This week, pick up every Crusader playing the Sunwolves. Last week, pick up every Blues player playing the Sunwolves. Jordan Highland, two
2: tries, and quite a little bit impressive. Have you got that stat now? I do have that stat. Okay, What's well, the end? So second place averages is Dylan Hunt, fifteen point two tackles a game. <laughs> All right. First place, Lapis Labu shagne nineteen point six oh, tackles. per I Bergman. thought he would crack the twenty. So he's a solid four and a half okay. tackles a game higher than the next best. Yeah, pretty solid. Okay.
1: Uh, but yeah, Jordan Highland, two tries, 65 points, big game from him. Uh, Pero Future, we all knew he was going to have a big game, 52 points. Um, there's some talk about him not perhaps, like being maybe a bit too young and not perhaps being the best thing for the Blues, but um, I heard that this week
2: on one, one of the various rugby podcasts. But uh, Well, I think they're playing worse since he started with them. You know, the first few weeks, I thought they looked a With, lot, with Bryn Gatlin, um, yeah. yeah. They looked definitely a lot more... Um, not a a in, in control and mm-hmm. more structured, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that could potentially go down to the fact that they've lost a bit of confidence as well, though. That's true.
1: But that being said, Stephen Perifel, the way he just takes on the line, just bumps people himself, he's yeah, he's something to watch. So he he did well, fifty two points. And then uh, as Neibang, uh for the week, Nabung is Dalton Papaiili, mm-hmm. fifty two points off the bench. So that's what you call an impact player. Uh, I don't think anyone would have picked him for a fantasy player, but uh, except Naibung.
3: Yeah,
1: except <laughs> That's why it does the stock market. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> That's it. Um, and look for the Sunwolves, it was uh, it was a case of all the L's. Uh, you know, Lemeki, Labuschagne, Lafayeli, and uh, Little. They all uh, those are the top scorers for them. Lemeki last week we said swinging a miss, four points. So mm. this week he hit a homer, forty-six points, top scorer for the
2: Sunwolves. Great so. to see Nelson, who's not with us this week, having dropped him after mm. last week's mm. performance. Just zero faith. Excellent. So and Lemeki scoring solidly again. I think that
1: actually you can summarise Nelson's entire fantasy season and that would be why he finds himself 7th seventh? Seventh on the ladder so yeah. out of 8 yeah. just, like, out of, like, <laughs> just so you seven know out of 8 boys Nelson's gone for 3 weeks we've got a licence to shit on him so, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah anyway so the yeah, Lemecki 46 he got he was just involved around the field Lafayle is clearly their first choice 13 and um, mm. he showed why he played very well I think he's a bit lucky to get a try but uh, otherwise played well and Michael Little is, seems to have firmed up. Uh, we've spoken about him a few weeks now, but as they're 12, and he, he crushed it as well with 40. And likewise, Labashgapny, who we're talking about, also with 40 points. So um, that was good. The only injury I think we had down, Pat, was
2: uh, Josh Goodhue. Yeah, not um, sure what happened to him. Yeah, we, what, what do you it, think happened to him? He came off at half-time, and they just didn't they didn't bring him back on, so I assume that there was some sort of knock there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but not, Yeah, no, yeah, it didn't no get word. taken off during the game, so you can't think it's too serious, whatever it was he got on hmm. on with it, but it could have also been the fact that they were just awful in the first half, and they wanted to kind of make a bit more of an impact and mix the team up. Yeah. The Blues were a lot better in that second half, when the game. For sure. I don't know, never got going, to be honest with you. No.
1: Yeah, the game was a bit weird, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't actually really a great game to watch. The, referee the ref kind awful. of killed a lot of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, he like, yeah. I remember the first. At the end of the first half, I was thinking I expected about seven, by seven tries by now or something. Let, well, just some points. Yeah. I mean, the suns did come out with an, a ridiculous display of defence. They were mm. absolutely suffocating the Blues. But um, mm. yeah, just not what quite what well expected. But yeah, the fantasy points got there in the end. And the mainly important thing being that the Iwanis got the, all the points. So, so that matters there. Um, and look, last thing to mention in the game was our Smokey We talked about last week, Samisi Masarewa, who is. Uh, plays on the wing For the Sunwolves um, But listed as a back rower In fantasy, Fox Sports Fantasy um, He, So I picked him up this week And uh, he had a huge game No, not really uh, He only came up with 17 points So This think... game was really weird Because He didn't do any running with the ball But He was putting some massive hits on D
2: He was He looked You know, when he played for the force I thought he was one of those Pipsqueaks That people just enjoyed Being matched up against Because I'm mm. going to run all over him But yeah. And his D was good. Oh, it was incredible. He, Maybe that's why he's a back rower. He Actually, was great. He, he, yeah, true. He was making
1: some, um, some decisions where he was you know, rushing up out of the line and really crushing someone. He did that about three times. And then the other times, he was rushing up out of the line and going for intercepts. And I remember the, uh, the commentator said at one point, uh, when Akira Iwani scored his try, it's because Masawewa sprinted up, went for the intercept, and they were saying, well, Masawewa had to decide between an intercept or trying to tackle Akira Iwani. And I know what I'd be picking. Yeah. I'd be picking the intercepts. So he went for that. And then, um, yeah, sort of tried all the way down the line. So, yeah, that does it for the Sunwolves Blues. Um, let's uh, move on to the Rebels
0: and the Aguarez. Yeah, the Jags. Um, it's, it was pretty disappointing from the Rebels coming off a bye, to be completely honest. I feel a little bit for them. Um, they're losing 25-22, had control of the... The game, you know, until so rough. Mm. until Guinea came off, um, Ruru coming on. they Actually, the Rebels realised how much they um, how much they miss Guinea, especially with that many charge down kicks from Ruru. No, oh, he is the team. He's at least for 30% of the team. Completely. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the the top scorer of that game was Ramiro Moyano. With seventy-seven points, my boy, <laughs> your, your man Harry's um, eyes just lit up. <laughs> so he had a he had a like a big game <laughs> of seventy-seven points with uh, one try, ten runs, one hundred and thirty-one run meters, ten tackle busts, four line breaks, and for a winger, nine tackles. What I want to know is he got nine, t- tackles. nine tackles. Yeah, wow. Okay. Right. Yeah. What I want to know is out of those that those ten
1: tackle busts, did he get like? Three in one, like when he scored that try in that, in that like he actually he looked you know what he looked like I now realise he looked like a uh, a running back it was NFL like he just he, he just shaked down made himself into a missile he's going for the corner and he I don't know if anyone saw it but he his try he ran into something like two or three big people and somehow bumped them all it didn't actually physically make any sense to me but
2: uh, I watched. I watched that- this one live and then came out to meet you guys at the Waratahs games and I was talking this up. I didn't want to ruin it, but I was like, <laughs> "Message me when you see it." Moyano does something you'd never expect from him because I, I do love him. I, I just love a hot stepper, and he's one of those guys that if the ball gets to his wing, he seems to score a lot of and points. tackles. Yeah, like he's got a real turn of pace. Sure. Yeah, the frustrating thing for me though is that they've been picking Del Guy over him all season long, and you know this was essentially a century of B team for for the most exactly. part for the Jags, so. I've been trying to attract a corporate sponsorship so um, with Dell so ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Dell guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully that sponsorship's gone through and they can yeah. sack the player now and <laughs> um, moving on Murphy
0: was the next best with 54 points he was um, yeah typical Murphy fashion after that we had Meeks on 46 Matera on 43 De La Fuente 39 Corabidi 37 um, which was which was good for Correbeety. Mm. You'd expect that um, against the Jags and DHP on his return um, from concussion, uh, solid thirty-five points. He, he looked pretty good at the back there. I think it's important to note that they've decided that they need to give the ball to Correbeety. You know, like they do. That's
1: um, but that's a working he's plan a, for he's them. He's a weapon. Yeah,
0: he, he's a weapon and needs to be used. Um, and Landajo starting um, this week, which is good to see. God, I love him. Uh, he's, he's a great fantasy player Over the last two, few years We um, got a big 30 He should definitely be starting every week over so I don't understand so, yeah. why so Leadership, experience, just everything I just uh, said the same I don't way. get it Anyway, that's uh, 30 points for Landajo. A few injuries We have Ulisi with a shoulder um, The Rebels are going on tour For two weeks um, but Ulysses is going along. They did take three hookers on tour, so that could be a bit of an indication as to how Ulysses pulls up. Um, Guinea did a grade one hamstring injury and he was not taken on
2: the two week tour. No, he was not. He was, he was not. not. Guinea no. did not Okay, go well, to then, they must be planning on flying him over. Because in an interview with v- Vessels, he said that he's expected to definitely miss this week, mm. but he's quite likely to play the following. Really? I think in an article it said he's going to Yeah, I read that he... Did v- Vessels' interview was saying that they're hoping he plays the second. But watch this space. Wait. Oh, you beat me to it. No! Watch this space. Watch it.
0: Um, Richard Hardwick came off with the uh, concussion after making contact <laughs> oh. with Buffelli. And, and was, what contact was yeah, that? Face-to-face. Oh. Buffelli... Um, he really got, uh, <laughs> he got was a hard day at the office. That <laughs> oh, day for I really did feel yeah. on him. Beers um, were definitely on the boys' beers. Yeah, his oh, his right? face was munted after that <laughs> yeah,
1: <bad. So> yeah. <laughs> He, yeah. he didn't look in good shape. You know, he, he he actually was living up to it. we we call him Stevo from
0: Jackass because he <laughs> looks like him, He was living up to it. He was just throwing himself into everything. Yeah. He was, he was, yeah. and and he came off after forty three minutes. So um, we're going to be having a, putting that on the casualty ward. So please uh, have a good look at that. Um, but that's it, I think, from that game.
1: Very good. All right. Um, yeah, picking up the pace a little bit. Harry, uh,
2: Landers and Brums. Um, yes. What happened um, there? Highlanders, Brumby. So the big one for me, I was I was pretty happy. I mean, I don't know why I was happy, but I just really <laughs> like Ben Smith as a player. Oh. So it was awesome seeing him having a good game. He made 66 points. I definitely shouldn't have been happy because he was playing an Aussie side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On reflection, no, that's, yep, <laughs> I'm, no. I'm a little bit torn now. Look, he was in my fantasy team, so I was stoked. But you yeah. were happy. Yep. That's good. I was happy. So he was the, the best player for the game, just trying to get his stats up. Um, so I'll, I'll come back to them because they were pretty impressive this week. Mm, definitely um, some run meters there. Issy Nazarani continued his good runner form, so 57 points for him. Yeah. And Lima Sapawanga, who was under a little bit of an injury cloud this week with that weird foot injury that they didn't really know how to <laughs> like, classify. It's gout, it's uh, whatever else. Yeah, uh, he, he scored a good try where he just went straight through the line. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Lima's generally one of those 5'8s who is just not in the top tier, just doesn't seem to run and attack the line quite enough. But mm. he's been pretty good this year. Hmm. I think he's he's been probably the strongest I've ever seen him in fantasy footy.
1: No, look, he was pretty ripper about... It was either two or three years ago he he had a super high average. He was up in the high 40s, if not... Almost fifty. Like he Is that had, yeah, he had a really big year a couple of years ago, but since then it's yeah, been dwindling. I
2: got I got the stats here. Benny Smith, hundred and fifty six run meters from his nine runs, a yeah. couple of tries, a line break. He just found the space finally. Yeah, yeah it was mainly running meters, a few few uh, offloads and and three tackle busts as well. So good game from him. Yeah. Um, moving right along, Flauainga just continues to rack up points, good doing up things that hookers just shouldn't be able to do, hitting lines. That underline that hit went straight through was just awesome, mate. You've upped him to uh, number one on your list of Wallabies uh, yeah. prospective hookers, haven't you? I genuinely think he's my favourite Wallabies hooker right now. Obviously, mm. TPN, if he can come back from overseas, has to be the first choice. Yeah, he's he's actually world class. Whereas yeah. every other hooker in Australia is about sixteen years old. Uh, rookie. Absolutely. I, I yeah. think if you <laughs> if you ask couple one of the green and gold pods, I think they were saying that they thought that Pangurimosa was old, but I think he's 23 and the others <laughs> are all 22, so I don't think he's that old. Yeah, calm down. Yeah, mean, exactly.
0: I think he's getting good experience being with CEO and um, Alatoa on either side oh, yeah. as well. It's, Mate, how I about mean, that? Bobby
1: Scrum is, is
0: going with some good guns. How about that crumb. insight
1: on... Um Kick and chase, mm. you know they were showing. The, oh, that was <coughs> awesome! Yeah, that was oh, really oh, cool to see. So yeah, yeah, he's so he's definitely getting that experience with the two wallabies props on either side yeah. of it. Yeah,
2: yeah, so I mean, I th- I think he's got a lot to learn, but just on raw athleticism, I think oh. he's really exciting. Incredible! And, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe he's not the most powerful scrummaging hooker right now, mm. but you know he do- he does things that none of the others can do. So maybe Pangu might start a game at the moment. When the if you don't have TPN and then fill our finger off the bench would be pretty exciting when the game opens up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, look, we'll, we'll, we'll try and push on. Shannon Frizzell is a really exciting player. I know that kagi's going to talk about him in the preview as well for next week. I oh, was well, actually I was just going to mention something that happened this week. Oh yeah, go on. Yeah, which was. Uh... There was this really cool... bit. So, he
1: had a big game. He scored a try. He's a big ball-running player. 43 points. Yeah, uh, but there was this bit during the game where possibly a new strategy to take note of for fantasy managers, but the uh, the Highlanders moved to Vita Lee, their left winger, onto the side of the scrum, and they put um, Shouting Frizzell in at first receiver off the back of a scrum. So, off the back of the scrum, Ares Smith straight to Frizzell, running onto it hard, and boy, did he smash into the, the fly half there. So... I was just—I've never seen that before. I've never seen you just. You know, I mean, obviously, sometimes wingers come into the scrum because you're a man down things yeah. like that. But I've never seen them just, yeah, you know, make a choice. Fifteen, yeah, run it's crazy. crazy. So that was pretty cool. But yeah, but he had a big game. Brazil, great and, player.
2: I mean, I, I think most people are starting to get onto this, but he's Tyson Brazil's brother from yeah. the NRL, who's a freak good nature. Yeah, absolutely. So if he's got half the talent that bloke does, then mm-hmm. there's big hopes for him. And I guess. Even probably more reflective of, of how highly he's rated there, they've picked him above um, Elliot Dixon. Elliot Dixon, who all got Black Elliot back Elliot to the Dixon. bench as well. Yeah. yeah, so Elliot Dixon looked like he was coming back into good form, and all of a sudden he played one good game off the bench, and they're talking about him as being an all blacks chance again. Hmm. And Jennifer Zell immediately has has ruined that hope for him <laughs> yeah. by getting a start. So hopefully he gets another week or two with uh, Squire coming back soon. That's exactly right, yeah. Really quickly, Chance Penny, 43 points. Banks, 42. Good to see those two playing well again. Penny's looking good. Rangi Walden, not sure where he gets them, but 40 points just continues to play well. Yeah. Rob Thompson has had a bit of a drop in form for me, and I was looking to pick him up this week in a trade, to be honest. Mm. Um, scored 70 and 72 points. I think it was the first two weeks of the year, and then has gotten a couple of 30s and now a 37. So his average has dropped off a fair bit. Still a very good player. But just, just slid back into the pack a little bit more when he was, I think, the top centre there for a fair while. You assume people trust you enough to trade with you, Harry, say, yeah. I'm an honest guy, mate. I'm <laughs> it, I don't know why you're laughing. Yeah, given, <laughs> given by our laugh, you know. But yeah. Yes. Yeah,
0: tells the whole story. All right. Yeah, what else uh,
2: there? Injuries, there was the Nassarani concussion, so he's got to go through those protocols for to get back this week. Um, and that was about it from this one. Good stuff. All
1: right. Um, Tars Reds Um, Yeah we're going to try Speed this up Because we want to get On to the main course And the preview But um, Tars Reds In one word uh, (laughs) Nayarovoro Tarngele Again How good is he 106 points Um, I don't know what else I really need to say He's the biggest Of the year now isn't it Uh, Yeah I think it is I think it is Biggest of the year Yeah And uh, look I mean I'll get to the other players In a second But the thing that Absolutely flummoxed us Was we were at the game which was interestingly at the SCG, because it was a heritage round, so not at the SFS, not at the Sydney Football Stadium. And I actually didn't mind at the SCG. Last week I was shooting on it saying that um, you're going to be so much further away from the game and everything, but you're actually still pretty close. So, no, it was actually, it was good ground. fun. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. But uh, anyway, not, uh, the thing that Flumax does was towards the end of the game, the Tars put up on the big screen, uh, vote for your man of the match. And they put up Rob Simmons, uh, Bryce Hegarty, and Michael Hooper. Uh, which you know, it's we're... like they don't know that Simmons is the captain of the mud team of the week. Yeah, it's like they. T- have, I'm sure that they've heard. Uh, and we're going to have to really ram it down their throat, but um, but I don't know what was going on there. You know, none of those players deserve to get man of the match.
2: Have I don't, you know don't know who know writes Aurora these Aurora's things. Stats there? No, I don't. But I know you do. Yeah, because I mean, I wanted to stress how dumb this was. Like. Oh. I, I don't know if there's something against him or, or what, they're, what they're playing. At, I know what it was.
1: I think the prize for Man of Match was like a big bottle of wine or something, and they were like, We don't want
2: him to have that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just, it's like just, a of a KFC. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> so, yeah. 106 points, two tries, three line breaks, mm. 16 runs, again, 236 run meters. 236, so that's got to be the top of the season. You remember, yeah, easily. Yeah. You remember last week we said that he was the third. Player ever from the Waratahs to rack up 200 run meters. Alamalo got 203 or 5 this week, which was amazing, but he's now done it two weeks in a row. Mm. Izzy Palao's done it two weeks in his career, and we all know how highly we rate him. Mm. 236 run meters for the second week in a row, cracks 200, nine tackle busts, and five offloads. You'd have to think 200 meters is an automatic man of the match, really. Seriously?
3: (laughs) Like,
1: Anyway, so whoever's running that at the Waratahs, you know, pull your head in and uh, get that sorted, please. So Harry texted in and he said... Uh, option, option D. Option D, Naivora, pull your head in. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll see how that Apparently goes. Apparently,
2: that didn't get a run
1: up on the big screen. No, they weren't a fan <laughs> of that one. But um, anyway, and also... Sorry, just further on that. Uh, 33% of people at the stadium voted for Rob Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> so... I mean, that proves that no TARS fans <coughs> obviously listen to our podcast to start with. Um, <laughs> no, no. But also, it proves that the TARS fans who are at the game clearly know nothing about rugby. So, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm talking about the 10 TARS fans that are at the game um, in total. And just... Frustrating. Oh, my God. There's been two or three articles I've read already talking about how good Rob Simmons' game was and how he's pushing back for the Wallabies. It's oh, like, no. get out. What,
2: one I'm thing trying hard as hard as I can not
1: to use expletives here. Um, yeah,
2: you, you know how much I dislike him. <sighs> One thing I would say is he has definitely shorted up the Waratahs scrum oh, which, sorry lineout line which out. has been a real definitely. weakness for them in the past wow. so credit to him for that that's always been his strong suit and he's done well there but he just offers nothing else right he, he
1: gets he gets negative run meters he drops the ball at least 50% of the time he carries he gives away dumb penalties I just he's don't lazy it. Okay. Anyway, let's let's get off Rob Simmons. Yeah, yeah. Perma captain Martine away. Too much time
0: on Rob Simmons. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know, it makes me angry that we waste that he makes me waste this much. Anyway, who cares? All right. Um, points this game. So yeah, uh, Nairo Voro topped at one hundred six. Curtis um, Rona, who has really firmed up at uh, 13, 69 points. He had a blinder. Um, Fitzpatrick again killing it. Fifty seven points. So Fitzpatrick has absolutely seems to have locked down that hooker position for the yeah. Tars. Tolu Latu, who you know was in and amongst in the, the wallab- Wallabies fold the last year, is was now in the stands, getting getting used to it. So, um, and look, otherwise Dao for the Reds, he had a, he had a ripper, uh, forty nine points. Nabong was loving the uh, the battle of Niaravoro and Dao because because. Uh, he has both of them in his fantasy team. And the way he said it was that Naivoro will run over anyone. So he'll run over Dalgunu because he can't tackle. And mm-hmm. Dalgunu will just run around Naivoro because he can't catch anyone. And that's uh, exactly what happened. Naivoro can't tackle either. Yeah. So, it was, um, ca-
0: yeah. I was. I was hoping for them just to just to miss tackles all day long and let's see the, the run meters clock up, which they did. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. um, so that was good. Um, and look,
1: otherwise, uh, Caleb Timu just continuing to defy the odds. 46 points. I think
2: we can now put him down as no I think we already said he's a few weeks ago we he's said all right, right, he's convinced us yeah, he's was... not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> he's still I, I still don't think he's one of the top number eights in the competition by any means. Well, actually Nabon had a big
1: shout out to him in his article. Yeah, he said like, you know NRC NRC year
2: of the player of the year. Yeah. Nice, so yeah. Nabon's yeah, keen yeah. on him. But um Yeah there's a lot of good eights out there, but look he's a pretty solid option that you could have picked up pretty late. I think right now he's gone in all the leagues, but um, yeah. good player. Playing very well.
1: Um, and yeah, just quickly, otherwise, Michael Wells, 40 points, here, a big game, did get injured though. Two line breaks, um, I think it
2: was, wasn't it? Two yeah. line breaks, yeah. Two
1: big runs, yeah. Um, and look, Karevi, 36, pretty average score for Karevi, he's usually seemed to be in around 40, I think he's got 46 at least, three or four weeks in a row. Um, and that's about it for this one, so look, injuries, slipper, did his right shoulder, Not. Uh, I guess we just have to wait for more news on how severe that is. Didn't We're, look too bad. Yeah, it didn't look too bad. Um, Rob Simmons, Bruce Sternham, but they seem to have said he'll be available for next week's game.
2: Uh, Michael Wells, I think, won't be.
1: Was he the one who wouldn't be available?
2: Yeah, he won't no, be available. Uh, not that he won't be. I think one article says that he's touch and go. The other one said that he's likely to get back. So yeah. he was a shoulder injury that they weren't sure about. The other ones were, I think, pretty safe bets that they should be back for the Warriors. And look, I think that'll about do that game. I mean, uh, look,
1: Will Miller took a bit of an injury, but I think they said he'd be right for next game as well, so... Yep, on to the last game
0: of round nine. Nabung Sharks and Bulls. Sharks versus the Bulls. The Sharks. Uh, Bulls coming off a bye um, and putting the Sharks at a sword, 40-10. to 10. Uh, Although the last two tries came, you know, with the last five minutes, it kind of blew out towards the end. Um, but of course we saw Jean-Luc, um, the big man, come through with 60 points. J.L. Dupu. Yes, he... I don't know what it is. He, he just needs to hold the ball near the line. But he was just offloading for stupid reasons. But that's so good for fantasy. I Every time he's like, mate, hold the ball. But he's you're getting points for offloads. So whoever has JLDP is absolutely um, <laughs> absolutely Harry, yeah. loving that offloads, ineffective offloads. You know who and just worth, get rid of the ball, mate. And, and worth crediting that basically no one else in the sharks got points, and that it was he was the entire team this week in terms of fantasy. Yep. Yeah. Exactly right, so JLDP, 14 runs, 63 run metres, 7 tackle busts, um, and 6 tackles, 1 line outtake. He's a beast. Yeah, so um, that's uh, how he got all of his 60 points. Um, we also had uh, Warwick Gallant getting his hat-trick, Wasn- wasn't quite a Ryan Quaddy for, for the two uh, runs. From two runs. A
1: lot of it came from the boot. He let us down on that, Ryan. We were, were hoping for a third Ryan quality in a row just to
0: really make that hashtag catch on, but, you know. Didn't quite get there. No. Um, 50 points for three tries. I think that's a bit bit piss weak, to be honest. But, it is, um, yeah. Anyway, but But as you it said, it's because they were off the boot. He yeah. wasn't running. He just kicked them and then caught them and fell over the line. Exactly right. Next was uh, Philip Vanderwalt with 39 points. Strauss... Again, having a solid game with thirty-five, and he was robbed of another try, and he was robbed. Which he was, was robbed he even of, of vanity vanity try. try when he was That's over it. the line. I couldn't understand that just
1: because, uh, like, you had him. No, no. Okay. Yes. All right. Fine. <laughs> I'm biased, but no, like the fact that they actually that he fell over the line and scored. Um, surely that was enough to like why. Why give the penalty try and bin someone? They, they already received the advantage. They scored a try. Yeah,
2: Should have just been try, play on. I yeah, know. I, I but, didn't understand it either. I, I honestly think he must have thought it was held up or something because otherwise it just made no sense. Yeah, no, for sure.
0: Other points, uh, Backrow and Staden with 33. Uh, Kotze, 31, and Esther Heisen, 28. Um, Bulls' lineout out was, uh, was a bit of a weapon there. So the the lineout Maul. Um, Maul is getting over the try line for Strauss. Mm. that's, a, that's um, become a
2: real point for them, Mr yeah. Our starts you know and he scored a century five tries in two games so yeah I mean look look out if you're up against that rolling more. there's a lot of points there Heaps, and that and they changed the they
0: changed up their gameplay a lot because it was heavy rain in the second half yeah. and they just they just went to what they know i've I've never seen the Bulls spread the ball like they did in the first 15 minutes that so was the Kiwi Kiwi John Mitchell I think a bit of an influence in there yeah um, and then just changed their game plan right away to after the rain, heavy rain started kicking in and um, played played in tight. Yeah, exactly right. Um, Injuries. uh, Beast pulled out pre-game with a groin. Cobus Van Wyk only
2: lasted two minutes on the field. Um, I'm not sure what he did. No? I don't know. No one else saw it. No, they kind of commented, the commentators said that he he was already off and they didn't say what he'd done. Uh, Liebenberg, we're thinking that he's done his MCL.
0: Um, and Chili boy, rather he injured his ankle before half time but battled on, got there, and he got taken taken off after that.
2: So that's that Taken, taken off at the break. Yeah. At, at the break. Yeah, 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 so they the kind of take yeah. him up on the field, and then he got on for another five or ten minutes, and then just didn't come back. Akers got the run. So I, I think it'll be interesting to see if he misses it. But I, I, most of the time, if they can play it through, it can't be that bad. Yeah,
1: and as good as Akers <laughs> is, that, that wasn't the type of game for him. In the mm-hmm. rain, no ball. You know he he
2: likes to he's a running player. One other one that I thought was worth mentioning as well, again biased, but Lude was the next one down on that Mm. list. He only got 27 points, but he made 20 tackles. 20, yeah. And uh, the reason he got got penalised exactly. The first half he looked like he had a big influence in attack as well a few times. I was expecting him to score really well, but mm. he missed a tackle and made three, gave away three penalties, so essentially docked himself 15 points on top of that. Yeah. So he should have been in the low 40s if he wasn't such a uh, meathead. Liability. Yeah, RG <laughs> <I, I, I>, Snyman <laughs> yeah. I gave away a few penalties
1: as well. I think yeah. they were just really trying to impose their physicality yeah. on the game. And Which so. worked, so <laughs> great, doing. yeah For sure. All right. Well, good stuff. We didn't spend way too long on that at all, but um, entree done. Time for the main course. We filled up on a bit of garlic bread, but it's time. It is time for the mains. Um, so, that was the round nine review. Now, time for the round 10 preview. And uh, we're back to it. Two games on Friday night. Thank God. I just feel like... I feel um, at a loss. Yeah. I feel like a lot. I'm at a loss on Fridays with only one game. You know what I mean? It's just no good, but... Um, all right, well, Harry get get stuck straight into it. Blues and the Landers. What can we expect from this game this week?
2: So a couple of changes to keep an eye out for Augustine Pulu <coughs> Maybe we'll be back. They haven't said too much about him. And he is so news. good. He's the best halfback in the game right now, no doubt about Fantasy it. Fantasy halfback. Fantasy halfback. Yeah. Definitely not the best <laughs> <Harris>, playing <yeah. laughs> TJ Perrin. <Everyone> no one else. <laughs> but look, Pulu yeah. runs the ball more than anyone else as a halfback. So if he's back pick him up. If he's not back, I would still pick him up. <laughs> yeah, <for laughs> because sure. he'll be back very soon. Um Melanie and i we've gotten about six tweets now from one of our favourite fans at Get Nanai <laughs> On, which is probably my favourite Twitter <laughs> handle as well. Yeah. So he's uh he's pretty upfront with what he's looking for. <laughs> no updates anywhere on Melanie Nanai's ankle injury, so who, who knows, but he's already missed a couple of weeks. Um may well be gone for a little bit longer, sadly. Mm. Um which is disappointing for all fantasy owners then I think based on as well. that yeah look that, surely that means that Duffy will start as per normal and Jordan mm. Highland looked really really good mm. he got his points up in the 60s somewhere 65 Sixty five, scored two tries he's a big boy as well mm. he is yeah big, massive legs I, c-
1: I couldn't decide whether he was slow or not like I'm sure he had some pace But because of the way he's built He looks like he's running in he's slow so motion thick. Yeah, he yeah. looks like he's in slow motion so. He's
2: not far off a Taniela Tupo No,
1: he is huge Yeah, he's a big dude um, But uh, I think Do you think we're going to expect him to start again this week? I mean, uh, short of I'm
2: expecting him to I don't, I don't
1: know who else is going to take that spot You'd have to think I mean, well Let's let's not hope it's that um, Jordan Trainer. It can't be him but, uh, No, you, you'd mean, have he looks a lot better than Trainer. You'd have to think after a performance like that that would start him again yeah. Unless Nana is back
2: and I mean, Umaga still probably pretty desperate. Going to play Rico at twelve again. You'd expect. Mm. Auburn Ledger. Wow, he looked like a bum out there. Didn't do anything. I didn't think. No, he, but look, he'll not start he, again. Yeah,
1: he, he probably will. He was an under twenties all likes player. He um he didn't do anything terrible, but he didn't really contribute that much. So I think it was very much a feeling out Super Rugby game for him. Mm. Um, good game to get him out there against the Sunwolves, but
2: um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Unless George Mawala comes back, who we don't think will come back? No, they said shoulder injury for him, but they haven't really given any news either. So it's really hard to know. Um, they mm. said pec muscle tear. So... Yeah. I don't really know what to make of that. Generally, they're not a muscle that's easy to tear. If you tear him, you normally do it pretty well. So my gut feeling, and it's just completely gut feeling, is that he's going to be gone for four to six weeks. Okay. Um, if it worse, you know, that's, that's we're talking operations, but considering that hasn't been mentioned, that that's where my head's at, four to six. Yep. Um, so I don't expect him to play. Okay. On the Highlander side of things, I think Frizzell, as who we've already talked about, will probably start. Liam Squire's due back next week. Um, we think, yeah. Yeah, so I'll, they they said next week potentially around twelve, but should be next week. Maybe mm. um, no, I'm just making a note now to pick up Liam Squire. I've, <laughs> seen, I've seen him on it, yeah. In capital, not one my notes, sir. Not uh. <laughs> yeah, sure, mate. Uh, and, and that's all the the injuries to look forward to. Other than that, Highlanders Blues, I'm expecting again lots of points. Mm. Should be a a great game of footy. The Highlanders, you've got to think you've got to be pretty heavy favourites at this stage for this one, though. Yeah. Surely? Surely. Naholo didn't get a lot of ball. I think he had three touches last week. One of them being an intercept that he ran about 80 metres for. Mm -hmm. Ended up on 34 points himself, and I'm pretty sure that was most of his points. So, generally speaking, the Highlanders seem to be a team that really attacks one side of the field. So, wherever they think the weakness is, surely... Uh, Jordan Highlands it's probably going
1: to be Jordan Highlands yeah Matt
2: Duffy did play 11 this week but normally he plays 14 he's a solid defender as well though so I don't know that'll be interesting but I'm hoping, personally, Naholo being one of the form outside backs in the competition, that they get the ball back to him after kind of starving him a little bit more this week. Yeah, get him the ball and then make sure he gives it to Ben Smith to finish for the try, and I like it. Good. Um. And keep your eyes on Akira and Rico again. So they, they yeah. scored pretty poorly a couple of weeks ago by their standards. For sure. When they came up against uh, one of the Kiwi sides, was it? Yeah. Or when they got belted by the Sharks. Yeah, it was the Sharks. Yeah, it was the Sharks. Yeah, they played pretty poorly then. So I I think playing the Highlanders, if they don't score well, wouldn't be a massive surprise. Although, you know, Hmm. them not scoring well still might be 40 each. Yep,
1: fair enough. All right, moving on. Uh, The Waratahs against the Lions uh, is up after that game on Friday night in Sydney. This is the first game for the Lions on tour. And look... A couple of weeks ago, we would have said, uh, in one of our insights, uh, we did definitely shit on the Lions, and we said, um, this team is not going to tour well. Uh, They were not looking good at all. And that was before they brought out that big performance against the Sharks before their bye. Um, I don't know what to think of the Lions. I still don't think they're going to tour particularly well, um, although, uh, um, as in over the entire course of the tour, it is a four-week tour. This week, I would expect probably to be their best, uh, and particularly, they're going to be galvanised by... The return of some big players. So play. Warren Whiteley's back, Kyle Brinks back, Ross Cronier's back, uh, and those you know those are three crucial pivotal players for the Lions. Mm. Um, a big axis around the forwards and the backs, really. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and look, I think things you know, particularly having Whiteley and Brink back, that's going to enable Quagga Smith, who returned to a bit of form, to to continue to do better because he's uh, he's not going to have to do the work. Um, that's being left out there. Those players have come back, Brink, very strong uh, Fetcher and uh, a lot of the dirty work. And
2: Whiteley just... Um, Doing just everything. Everything, yeah, basically. <laughs> <you> <laughs> know, <laughs> the yeah. Whiteley um, so, looked a bit burdened, I think, as one of the senior players. It didn't seem to sit very well on his shoulders. No. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, and Nabung if you had to pick it, what do you reckon? So this week we have
1: uh, Diante is... Appleware Diante is back and... Uh, but so is Madosh Tamway on tour. So Madosh Ryan quaddy uh, hashtag Ryan quaddy
0: Tamwe. Um, you, you can't drop someone that's... Uh, who are they going to pick, mate? Got four tries, surely. Gianti was
2: pretty... Gianti pretty bloody
0: good. He is, no doubt about it. Why can't, they can play him off the bench, give him a bit of a warm-up. You were saying Gianti off the bench? That's that's what I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah, cool.
2: it's, not, it's, it's probably the safest option, really. Yeah. All
0: right.
1: So, anyway, spoil for choice there. Um and look there's uh, just I guess to note I'm pretty sure everyone knows this but no Kourtnel Scorsan or Yako Creel on tour uh, Scorsan could be back any time now depending on uh... it'll be
2: after the tour you would think now sorry yeah that's a good point
1: that's yeah. what I meant to so say round, round we'll be back after the tour I don't see them flying 14, him over round. unless there's a, hell of a lot of injuries or I mean also I don't think he'll be back because it was an ACL but um... what, what about Rohan Rohan and Rensburg he's
2: expected back he's definitely yeah he's another one that should be back he yeah, had that weird knee injury where he kind of oh that's an right they didn't really say injury injury, yeah. maybe it was rested but missed a couple of weeks. He's expected to be back. Okay, yeah,
1: and right. ho- hopefully he spent some time on uh, doing some some cardio, so he's back and In ready shape. to get yeah ready to get picked. Um, all right, what else for that game? Um, yeah, the Tars. So still no word on Jack Dempsey, but. If we had to estimate, we would say at another week or two at least. They said he's
2: not quite right at the moment. Uh, they said that during last week. So.
1: And I think actually they're going to be careful with him because uh, he played some phenomenal rugby last year and particularly for the Wallabies. So um, yeah. then he's not one to rush back, I'd say, for them. Um, and look for the Tars. So we've already said Wells' shoulder injury being assessed. Um, undecided if he'll play, but it doesn't look like he'll be the next week. So I think Jed Holloway will start. I think that's pretty safe. We think Will Miller, Rob Simmons, all those other guys who had little injuries, they'll play. And uh, look, I'm just excited. The, the battle of both of your star wingers in your fantasy teams, Naira Avoro and Combrick. That's going to be a hell of a battle. Uh, look com- forward to it. Combrick known as the Punisher, but somehow I don't see him punishing Naira Avoro. Naira Avoro oh, does the punishing. There's a lot to punish. <laughs> I really yeah. want to, to see to punish. someone punish Nairo
2: Avoro. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong, I hope he keeps scoring four tries a game, but <laughs> so wow, it would be amazing to see someone put him on his ass. Don't he, see it happening. He's scored seven tries in four games now, by the way. Incredible. And he's going to keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think so.
0: All right, Naebung. on that note, to you, mate, on, into a game they'd definitely be scoring some tries. Yep. Um, so we have the Crusaders coming off a of bye versus the Moondogs. Um, yeah, well, this is this is going to be an absolute flogging. We all know that. Basically a whole new Crusaders. Exactly right. Everyone's, uh, everyone's coming back, so... We, we think the Dag's back this week and we, we think he's going to probably come off the bench. Um, Vili's playing well. Vili at 15. Who are our back three? We have Vili at
2: 15. Well, uh, what are. Bridge yeah. and. and who's, who's, Tamani Valu. Valu? Is, yeah. Or Mattielli. Yeah. Yeah, so those two are obviously vying for that spot on the right wing. I, I honestly thought that Matteelli got a run because of the fact that he'd been playing well off the bench and they just wanted mm. to give him a crack. And he played extremely well. So it'll be interesting to see if they reward that or if they go back to the safer option to Manavalu, who, to be fair, has not been playing very well. That's right. Yeah, it's true.
0: Um, and we think that Goodhue will be back um, based on the fact that they almost kept him in Argentina to play the Jags. Um, so we think he should be good to play 13 after the bye. Um, the Richie Mawanga, uh, the top 10 of fantasy. Well, I think he, he is. <laughs> Um, so, Richie should be back.
2: Um, this week or next, I think. There is a possibility that it won't be due next week. Yeah. But you got to think, he's uh, not going to go into a lot of contact against the Sunwolves so I'm crossing my fingers as Manga. An how much would you love him back this week? Oh, and it's basically <laughs> giving me the win, isn't it? If I got Goodhue and Manga back against the Sunwolves it changes everything.
0: Yeah, that's it. Richie's very good. Um, definitely pick him up if he's available. Um this week could also be possibly used as an All Blacks rest week uh, for the likes of their big players, i.e. Sammy Whitelock. Um, Who else are we thinking? We're thinking Crotty as well, possibly, I mean, um, Todd. Those type of players, but I
1: guess... Um, Todd and Crotty have missed a bit more with injury, whereas Whitlock's been pretty be. consistent. Exactly. So they have to they have to be given two week two rest weeks in the season.
2: And one off the bench
1: as well, I think. Quite, I don't know the full extent to that, but... Yeah. Um, but we, I guess the caveat to that is that if they're injured for a, and rested that week, that counts as a rest week, I think so. we think. So, yeah. So for example, Locks already had a rest week because he didn't play for one week. It's a little niggle. And Crotty seems to have missed every second week with <laughs> concussions. So... Um, who knows But Crotty's the type of player They might just rest anyway You know Just because they have to, only have to have Two rest weeks Doesn't mm. mean they won't give them more yeah. if, if there was a game Where I would rest Crotty And t- to start Tim Bateman out there It would be this game so Yeah like, Bateman
2: deserves a run as well they, They're one of those teams That like to make sure They've got a lot of pressure In the squad yeah. Bateman's a good player So that might be the opportunity For them to give him a crack And you play in the Sunwolves So why not you are got to win by like 50 Yeah exactly right No
0: matter who you play Yeah As long as you're a Kiwi so a good game to rest players and a good game to bring players back into. Exactly right. You'll also see the return of Owen Franks and Wyatt Crockett. Um, so that kind of means that uh, and it was in the stock market last week. Um, we suggested to drop those props to Owen Franks. Well, Crockett generally plays off the bench. But um, but you, you might get another week out of Mikey Alatoa is what, um, is what we're thinking. We one more thing. Joe Moody um, is also gone. He was meant to be coming back. Yeah, he he was. He was meant to be coming back, um, but he's he's gone. So
2: his second minute of his comeback for club footy a couple of weeks ago broke his finger, and now he's meant to be gone for another six weeks or something, and
0: quite badly. Not like a not just a through the the skin fracture dislocation. I think. Yeah. 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 Yummy. Um, so moral of the story but In this uh, in this team Pick up any spare Crusaders That there are out there Pretty much You need a back
1: rower And if You know If anyone's there So look I mean they should all be taking I guess Taufu Samu Habel, Bedwell, Todd Hayden Bedwell Curtis may get a run Yeah look Even if they So like if they rest Whitelock Start Romano Pick him Any, any Crusaders Pick him up Because any of them are, are just as likely To get a try this yep. way yeah. So yeah cool Alright moving on Reds
2: and the Chefs So the big question we had for this one is how many points are the Chiefs going to win by? (laughs) The Reds started the season very well. They seem to have lost that little bit of enthusiasm that they've had at the start of the season. Mm, Things are going to go from bad to worse here. I I could see them getting 50 50 plus put passing by the Chiefs. The Chiefs who are playing with basically their D team now with the amount of injuries they've had all season ending as well. They just... Unstoppable, unless you're another Kiwi nation. I'm going to play... Uh, the De- Kiwi side, rather. <laughs> another whole nation. Now, <laughs> I'm going to play devil's advocate here.
1: I do think that the Chiefs are going to win this game, but what if the Reds just bring it at set-piece time? You know what I mean? Those first few weeks... I don't weeks, think it's enough. I think, I think the Chiefs never get enough credit for how good their set-piece is, Yeah. but if the Reds really bring it and just destroy their scrum, uh, I think... They're not going to win, but they can certainly slow down the bleeding.
2: Well, that, that's probably their their main chance, the scrum, because you've still got Brody Retallick, the world's best lock in the lineout. Line so yeah. they're not going to be destroying them there. Yeah, nah. So maybe they get that, and that probably hinges on the health of Taniela Tupo a lot. Yeah, He so. came off with that shoulder injury, missed last week against the Tars. They, they really haven't said how bad that was. Mm. Um, but their scrum looked a lot weaker against the Tars pack that probably isn't the best in the competition there. No. You know, I would have thought they're sitting somewhere around the middle now that Kepu's come back. Mm. Um, definitely not top half, though. No, for sure. And, yeah, so they're in big trouble. I think they're really hoping that they have Higgers come back. He was a one-or-two-week cut. No, no, he was five, five, five or six. Was he that long? Okay, yeah. sorry. So Higgers won't be there. Mm. He'll start at eight, and that means they're going to still have some young back rowers in that side. Unless... Unless... God, they should have George Smith back this oh, week.
0: Young back rowers
2: played forty. <laughs> You're, no, 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 I'm thinking yeah, at six. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think six. George Smith is there just to bring the average age up, you know. Yeah, he's conscious about that. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So I, I reckon you see Tui surely go back to second row, mm. and Kane Douglas get a rest. He hasn't been that good, mm. um, and then that means that they've got the opportunity to put George Smith at seven, and they can play any of their other rotations at number six. Yep. Um, so, okay. anyway, they've, they've got a physical pack, but a lot hinges on Taniela Tupo at scrum time. I think I think they're in huge trouble if he doesn't play. Yep. The other one, Ed bully missed a couple of weeks ago with illness. I think was fit. They didn't say it specifically, but I think that means he was healthy healthy last week. Isaiah Perez, coming back to Gunu, playing well. He's, he's not getting picked. I don't think he's going to get another run, yeah. basically. No. His days as a wallaby are done, not playing for any other nation, so he is well and truly scrooged. He's yeah. he signed overseas and he's s- on yeah, he's actually. on his way out see you later. Brad Webber somewhere said he broke his wrist a few weeks ago and will miss two weeks with that so no idea how that works but mm. confirmed he will be back this week right. always a solid number nine he just wants to play through it yeah apparently fractures aren't a big lot, deal this year a anyway. lot of strapping yeah <laughs> Tyler a- a- Elastoplast is loving it Fractures used to be six weeks no matter what, but not anymore. Uh, Tyler Ardron got missed last week. Late, they pulled him quite late with concussion. So you'd think that that means he was up to the last stage mm. of the concussion protocol, which is pretty much training and not having symptoms. So mm. he's got a lot of opportunity to be back. Expect him back around. Interesting to see if they play him at six with a bit of a hole there for themselves at the moment, mm. or Frizell will start again. You know, you... Highlanders Highlander. Sorry, team champ. Yeah. Uh, who's their six? Boshier Boshier If they start him over Boshier considering he is actually a back rower. But see so you. See so you was out injured. So he could, oh, start that's at, right. he could start at eight. Yeah, so I, I guess that'd be quite interesting to see who they put there.
1: But I think the thing is, oh, yeah, because now with Allardyce back, they can do that. They could put him in the back row. Yeah, and Peter um, Gus is the other option. Because otherwise they could bring in Peter Gus. Do you want to have a crack at that last name? No, well, uh, see, I actually put in there Peter Gus Sola, one weaker, because this is a one week pick, <laughs> but his name is actually Peter Gus Sola Kulu.
2: That's, that's what oh, I'm sorry, Sawalakulu.
3: Okay. Yeah.
2: And the other one is Tony Pulu was a maybe for this week. So originally they said one to two weeks with a shoulder injury, and I think he's kind of touch and go for this week. Very good. All right, Bulls, rebels.
1: Um I'll get through this one quickly. The Bulls do look very impressive. Um, they're getting it all together, but... Um, Let's start with the Rebs here. No Genia, uh on tour, uh, although we said possibly just keep an eye out to see if he's there for the second flown over for the second week. Mm-hmm. He's the kind of bloke you would fly around first class anywhere if he's going to play for you. Um, and uh, look, Reese Hodge to be back after sitting out last week with a kind of minor hammy yep. issue niggle. Um, yeah, team to be pretty similar to what it was. We think yeah. Uh, Corey Beattie perhaps back in a bit of
2: fantasy form because as we mentioned they've decided to give him the ball. They've... It was really obvious. Mm. They really looked for Made every it. opportunity to give him the ball. I, th- I think they must have been given a bit of a grilling to have such a weapon on the wing and not having given him a single touch. Maybe he just got stuck into them, started eating all their
1: lunches or something. You know, just like give me the ball. Um, and look, DHP back there was um, he really shored up the backfield. Just set of safe hands, um, calm head. You know, knows what to do. So Ben Smith esque. And he knows how to get the ball to Corey Beat as well. He was a big part of that, I think. So um, I think he bagged himself a try, but he was definitely getting it over there. Um, yeah, and uh, look, as I mentioned, they took a third hooker on tour. So Giorgio Lisi came off, he did look quite sore when he came off. Um, so he, I mean, he came off the bench and then came off after maybe 10 or 15 minutes. Um, and so they've taken a third hooker on tour, which um, to me would indicate that he's not playing this first game yeah. because with only 27 Player to a squad, you don't take three hookers, um, and so I would think that they've taken him for the the experience because he's a young player, and hopefully to get him the second game
2: I was going to say, having said that, you know, Genia going to miss one week, quite possibly play the second week. Obviously, that means they think he's a better chance than Genia of playing in that second week. Otherwise, you'd think it's that's a good point. the other way around. Although Genia could just say, "Look, I like another week at home with my family," you know, and they'd be like, Do "Fine, Fine. Yeah. I got I got a quick question for you on that point though. Yep. Anururangi, has been picked above him again the last week. Just mm. gone is Rungy the first choice hooker for the rest of the season, or is Ulysse actually going to get another run? Well, Nabong just he just looked like you hit him with a bloody yeah. you know
1: bat He's to the chest very or something. That yeah, but um, no, I mean we did <laughs> we, we, we did say in the first couple of weeks that he was one of the picks of the year, listed as a fantasy prop, and going you know, we said without with complete certainty we're going to top the props for this year. But uh, yeah, what do you think, Nabong? Oh,
0: I just think that Rungy been training well. Obviously, he's played pretty well over the last few weeks while he's been injured. Mm. Um, but Ulysses is the hook starting wallaby hooker. There he's the world, 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 world class, is he? He's not world class. <laughs> but he, he was the starting wallaby hooker and he's still relatively young. You're always going to pick Ulysses over Rangi. I, mean, I, 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 th- I think
1: Rangi's second start was a reward for good form. Mm. The third start don't know I mean, is that another, I mean he did play well both weeks could have been another reward for good form but uh, while well, he's playing well I and Ulyssie's got I a would, on injuries I, I was going to suggest Ulisi must not be 100% yeah. but telling them no I'm 100% get me out there but, but anyway so the third hooker that they took over who will be on the bench next week um, is Sama Malolo cool name to say and also I was telling the guys I had completely forgotten about him but he had an absolutely ripper um, Brisbane Global 10s at the start of the year so obviously they send their B grade players up there for that, but he he was crushing it up there. So I mean, the first couple of games he's got a couple of tries, set up a few himself. So very very athletic. Kind of looks like a blend of Ulysses and uh, and uh, Alex Murphy from the Reds, but extremely fast, great hands and whatnot. So anyway, not like anyone will be picking him up, but just
2: uh, keep, FYI. FYI, eye. Uh, keep I an mean, eye. Most up, you know? of the Randos that we we call out as having great stories and men excited about seem to get runs these these days. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, you never know. Dayomani De definitely going to be starting over Warren White. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's really that's it. <laughs>
1: Pick him up. No, um, and look. Uh, so onto the Bulls. Um, I did mention Genia, uh, no Genya, So Ruru to start, didn't I? Yeah. Yep. I did. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, onto the Bulls. Uh, yeah, they've so they're back home. Um, you know they were away the last two weeks in South Africa, but they're back home in Pretoria. So they've got a few players coming back. Uh, Travis Ishmael will definitely be back on the right wing. He's quite a great. Player for them, good fantasy player, good outside back, good outside back. Um, so definitely one to have a look at. Possibly Jamba Ulingo could be back. So they've they've been battling away on the wings for a, a while now. Travis Ishmael's been out, so they've been they've had a uh, Divian Rousseau and uh, Johnny Kotzer, who's mm-hmm. normally a centre, um, filling those spots. So uh, definitely their two preferred starting outside backs would be Travis Ishmael and Jamba Ulingo on the wings. So. Travis Ishmael to be back, Lango
2: maybe, but he's returned to, to fitness. started training last week, so I think he, with the kind of injury he has, I think they'll probably ease him back over a few weeks, to be honest, okay. but possibly. And then, uh, look, Hanra
1: Liebenberg, as we mentioned, was injured, so I expect that to be that void to be filled by either Tim Agaba or uh, Nick Diaga. I mean, theoretically, it should be Nick Diaga, given that he's co-captain. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so easy filling for one of them. Um, the Bulls looking good. Yeah. Uh, They'll be hard to beat. They will definitely be bringing it at set
2: pace. So, Rebels are going to have to take them out, the, out wide, I think. So Yeah, yeah I, I think all the, the South African sides are very strong in South Africa. Very strong.
1: I think basically for this game, you're going to pray that it doesn't rain for fantasy points. Otherwise, if it does, you, you, the Bulls are taking all the points. They're going to slow it right down. Absolutely. And if Adrian Strauss is starting, he's getting some tries.
0: Good. All right. Um, Shark Stormers. So, the Sharks are at home versus the Stormers who are coming off a bye. Um, we think that uh, Malher will be back, which is very good to see. Maybe um, even starting. Maybe even starting, uh, because of what happened to Wilco Lowe. Um, which what, was what? We're still, uh, we're still kind oh, of... Oh, uh, put him under the grill. They, yeah, we don't know, but
1: he, yeah. he, we, we think he's we injured. Thought, we thought he got injured. We're yeah, not, we're not, not sure. He went off. Which he doesn't normally do. In all the previous games, Wilco Lowes played up to about the seventy-fifth minute. Yeah. Um. So no, he went off looking like he was nursing something, but I just can't remember what it was.
2: Mm. So I've started talking up the fact that he's been carrying an incredibly heavy load. workload this season as yeah. well. So I know they're they're keen to get Mal into the rotation there. Yeah. And mind you, I mean they've had the buy and everything. He could be rested up. He's you know. Yeah. But uh, anyway.
0: M- now out hope- for anyway, for sure. Um, it's looking like that Peter Steff is going to be playing us at seven again this week, um, but Cobus, we say, could be back. So we're just going to see how that goes. Um, Peter Steff had a massive game at seven. Um, we went through all the stats. Weeks ago, so um, unbelievable. A couple of weeks ago, mm, yeah. seventy-one points. He, he was. Uh, I remember because it was against me. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was the only one that was taking the ball up. To be honest, so um, good to see him at seven. If he does uh, for the Sharkies, the beast should be back. Um, fingers crossed. Uh, he obviously got pulled last week with a groin injury. Um, I own him. So, um, wow, God, that's a bit, that's a bit, <laughs> right. that's, a, that's a bit 50s white landowner, he's, Jesus, God. he's right. in my fantasy team, so um yeah. All right. I he's own good. him, and I hopefully, fingers crossed, he's back, he's, he's sticking to it, he's yeah. sticking to the guns, I like it, right. um, very good, Dan Dupreeze came off the bench, Doo-doo-boo. Um it was good to see him out running about, uh, he only got, uh, how many, 18 points for 35 minutes. Um, so nearly a point for every two minutes. So it's good to see him out back and running. We think that um, he should be starting at eight over in Tembu. Um, but yet to see the lineups. And uh, Mapimpi, Mapimpi, Mapimpi could be starting <laughs> again. Um, it all kind of depends on how the Sharks want to um want to play their systems and whatnot so yeah so to reiterate
2: he was never injured they just said that he's not fitting the style of game they wanted to play the last few weeks but we i think we all assumed he would get he was very likely to get a run coming back to south africa afternoon cozy had done nothing for them yeah. um which which obviously week...
1: the you know the style of game they've been playing is not
2: winning so um if well the sharks to... had a couple of good weeks but you would think now they're you know after a pretty poor performance last week it's Time for some change. Yeah,
0: for sure. Surely. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be stupid if they don't actually play him.
2: Mm. And DDP was good,
1: um, but I just want to say, I I don't think he has anywhere near... He looks the same as he does last year physically, whereas JLDP, John Luke Dupree, he has put on heaps of size. So, I don't know. I think... uh, I mean, they did start both of them at 7 and 8 last year. I I think DDP will be starting, but... um, I I, like, I don't
2: don't expect him to get anywhere near the same amount of points as JL. No, which I think I think everyone could have told you that anyway. But yeah, yeah. It's last it. game of the week. You got any? Sorry, you got anything else from that last one?
0: Um, no, I think that's about it. Uh, well, Van White, Cobras Van White got injured, so I think that might reiterate the fact that. Um,
2: well, he was he came off the bench anyway, off, right? Yeah. So it just means that maybe Mapimbi gets on the bench if he is actually injured, mm-hmm. and then he's got more of an opportunity to make an aim for himself. Yeah, exactly. for sure.
1: Be good to see,
2: but that's yep. it. Uh, last game of the week: Brumbies versus Jags. So Sunday arvo game. Um, chances are that means that if you're drafting on a Thursday, you may not see who's going to be out. The Jags are forever useless, so I'm not really expecting to see them. Whereas the Brumbies um, are generally a little bit better. So fingers crossed, we we do actually get a little bit of an insight into those teams.
1: But basically, they're not required to put their teamless out till Friday.
2: No, that's right, and Friday I mean. Two. Jags, my my worry for them as a Pablo Matera owner is that they've rested a lot of their key players, mm. Matera being one of them that was not rested. Yeah. So I'm thinking that he's probably one of the guys that's on the list for this week. To... He would have played every minute of every game so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think he really has. Mm. Um, and Lavanini would be probably another one. Mm. Surely that's... he hasn't. He hasn't started every game. I don't think no close to no close. To. Thomas Lazana, I think, is pretty close. Yeah, you'd have to. I'm think not Lozano sure get if he's running. come over, but if he has, yeah, I don't know. He he was injured. I I know he's close. So if he's back, I mean, another reason they can just give uh, Matera a rest on a game that they think might be a little bit easier. Um, we don't know the touring party yet, so I, I think that'll hopefully come out midweek. Normally it does, and we'll we'll put that up on Twitter when it does come out. That'll give us some answers. But um, Kubeli. Touring party for the Jaguars. Oh, sorry, they were yeah, last yeah, week yeah. as well, weren't they? Yeah, My sorry, yeah. no, be... Is Kubeli
1: in that squad? Kubeli is on tour. Okay, yeah, so I'm trying to remember. I think Lozana is on tour as well.
2: I'm just. Cubelli pretty... definitely is. I'm pretty sure Lozana is. But... Yeah. So, so Kubeli might be back. I, I think we all want to see um, no change at the halfback. <laughs> well, yeah,
1: it's tough. I mean, look, like, as long as Birch. Okay, just Kubeli and Landajo, as long as one of them is
2: starting. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't know what they say We'll seeing.
2: all be happy. Yeah, exactly. Creepy had one rest last week. Don't see him missing two in a row, so expect him to start. Please. Um, and then and then from there, it's anyone's guess. The outside backs are the other talking point for us. So Moyano had an absolute cracker. Cancillieres, I think his name is. cancillieri yeah. yeah. Canciliere yeah canc- is, um. Flight. He scored a pretty easy try, but didn't really have to earn it. But fairly, obviously, good form. Took a few knocks. Took a let. Plays one week. Decides not to show up the next. Yeah. And Del Ghi, the the young nineteen year old, I mm-hmm. think, right. um, is, is seems to be a favourite for the coach at the moment. So it'll be interesting to see who they play. But take your pick at the moment, sadly. Mm. Um, and then the Brums. It'll be interesting to see which team of theirs come uh, turns up this week. Henry Spade's expected back. They're bipolar. So, absolutely. <laughs> So, with Spate back, I don't know if they're going to drop Penny. Surely not. No, no not Penny. They'll no, put no. him on the other Di- wing. Diaryville. I hope that's what they do. Yeah, no, you can't drop Diaryville. Penny. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that that means that you think that the coach is logical. Yeah. I'm not well, so well, those sure weeks that he fella. started
1: la 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 la, la. exactly. Um, like, that's,
2: that's why I'm worried. It was a joke. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's that that's kind of wraps up the Brumbies Jags. Basically, the Jags are going to be a, a lucky dip yeah. in terms of the lineup, and the Brumbies are going to be a lucky dip in terms of form. So. Where do you go? Pick David Pocock and his in Azirani, basically. I know, it's really hard to think, like, who would you have backed
1: to win more, the Brumbies or the Rebels, against the Taguwaras at home? I mean, I think the Brumbies will be pretty strong back in the
0: I think they're going to be very strong. I think they're kind of changing their style back a little bit to the old Brumbies, where they focus a lot more on their set play, their line-outs, their scrums.
1: Pocock's added a lot around that, I think. They're huge, of course. And I think they'll definitely match that with the... The Jags, particularly yeah. the Scrum, that front row, they're going to yeah. dismantle them, yeah, for sure. So, Definitely.
2: Yeah. And the Rebels were pretty poor last week.
1: Yeah. No, they were. Yeah. All right. Very good. Um, just absolutely dominating how long we are spending on this every week, mm. you know. Well, consistent at least. We're consistently hitting about an hour and 10, you know, as much as, much as we want to be at under an hour slash 40 minutes. Uh, and now, yeah. We, we've left a bit of a little bit of room, haven't we, Craig? We have. The, you've always got to leave a bit of room after your main course. What for? That's when you hit the...
2: What oh, you gonna oh, yeah. do with that dessert?
1: You can't, you can't do your own segue. You can't, you can't tee up your own segue and then mess it up.
2: <laughs> I, was, I was really hoping that you could give me a little more, but you just didn't. Ugh, so, like, dessert what this was there week? to say after dessert. that? Dessert. I don't know. <laughs> I want more. Okay. Right. Dessert uh, this week. Well, really quickly, I just want to have a look at the draw. So... You know, we we generally try and see the matchups and predict where the big scores are going to come from. We said, really, obviously, the Crusaders have got the Sunwolves this week, so that's a big one. But over the next three weeks, you can kind of predict a little bit longer. Um, the Chiefs have got a pretty easy run. They've got the Reds this week, which we expect them to towel up. Then a bye, then they go home for the Jags, and then away for the Stormers and Sharks. So. Reds and Jags were expecting to be a fair few points for them. Obviously, you just got to deal with the bye next week. Um, sadly, it is going to be another triple bye, which is going to be Chiefs, Sharks, and Waratah. So Big if you're one. holding those teams, that's a that's a tough one. Yeah. Um, the other team, the Crus the, the Crusaders, we said Sunwolves, then they versed the Brumbies and the Rebels away from home. I don't really think it makes any difference where they play Then They're going to hammer both of those teams. Correct. So huge points on offer for the, the Crusaders. Then they back up just to top it off the Waratahs at home and then the Blues away. So, wow, the Crusaders can get 25 competition points in the next five the, weeks. The Crusaders are starting their run to the grand final. Right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. B team, they're A team back, yeah. and they're just going to rack up some points. That's it. Meanwhile, the Waratahs also have a bye in round 11, but they've got the Lions this week, which is an easier matchup, funnily enough, at the moment with yeah. their form. Funny, yeah. And then they've got the Blues in at home as well. So hopefully they can score some points there. So if you're looking to pick up some Waratahs players, mm. they have an easier run home, but... This is a few weeks where, you know, if you, if you want to make some money out of those players, that's probably where they might score some points. And that game might actually have a little bit of atmosphere because they're
1: playing it uh, up at Brookvale Oval. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I don't think they'll fill the stadium, but they'll
2: come close, <laughs> so, uh, you know. <laughs> anyway. Um. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, the Highlanders away for the next few weeks playing the Blues, Bulls and Sharks. So a uh, harder one to pick. You know, the I think the run starts to get a little bit harder from them down when you're starting to line them up. Um and then probably the only one other one worth mentioning is the fact that I think the Blues have got quite a hard matchup moving forward. So not in great form themselves. They play the Highlanders then yeah. the Jags at home. It goes from bad to worse. Two tough games, Waratahs away, then Hurricanes and Crusaders back at home. So I think it could be a long few weeks, five weeks for them. You know, If they got one or two wins out of that, I think they'd be pretty happy
1: absolutely so, and nice. I think look, look, the last thing to mention there um, is just Hurricanes by this week next week the Sunwolves at home so for the, for the Sunwolves it doesn't really get any tougher than Crusaders in Christchurch Hurricanes mm. in uh, Wellington um, the Hurricanes is an interesting one so uh, obviously probably the form team in the competition looking good but in terms of fantasy insights um, so by this week next week uh, Sunwolves at home this week's your week to pick up some some possible players for that game and for the rest of the season. They've got some players returning, like uh, Nahe milner Mil- mm. Um round, round 11, quite possibly. Round, round 11, yeah. So yep. we're, we're thinking he could be there for the Sunwolves. Yep. But uh, big question for them, which it seems to be the question of the whole year, who the hell is going to be starting? So
2: Sure, you just have to drop Asso, and I really want them to drop Proctor, but they won't. <laughs> I don't see them dropping Proctor. Proctor. They he, said he's their favourite centre. Oh, without a
1: doubt. I mean... Boyd says he's the best centre in New Zealand. Yeah. He's, that's what he said this week. I saw it in an article. But um, uh, look, I, I, you'd have to think Ben Lamb short up his left wing. They, they just... You can't drop the man. You can't do it. No But, way. I mean, right wing. Who's going who's gonna to be there? Is it going to be Julian Sevilla? Is it going to be Nehe? Is it going to be... Hasso. Hasso. Like,
2: it's a
0: good luxury to have... I mean,
1: or, or are we only talking about Nehe as coming back for 15? So are we talking about Geordie going to the bench and Nehe starting? I mean... Jordy's no, still very young, but I just that's don't see that happening. So, what is gonna happen? Who knows? But either way, um, this week's the week to think about picking up Hurricanes players next week.
2: Last thing, only because it really surprised me, the easiest run home from now is the Bulls. Is they it? They have the easiest matchups going forward. I'll give you a run through: at home, Rebels Highlanders; away, the Stormers; home, Sharks; away, Jags; home, Brums; away, Sunwolves; home, Jags; away, Lions. So basically they play one Kiwi team in the remainder of the tournament, as well as their their four away games are the Stormers, Jags, Sunwolves and Lions. So not awfully hard away games for them as well. The hardest run home, on the other hand, is not going to be great news to Australian and particularly Canberra fans, the Brumbies, (laughs) who have a little bit harder run than the Blues to get home. Let's rule them out now. Yeah, so they're not making finals heard it here third or fourth i think everyone's been saying it (laughs) um but yeah they've got a tough run all right boys very good uh let's wrap it up there
1: um we've gone for the longest podcasts so far um
2: but yeah it's just been such good content you know you can't you just can't get away from good content can you when you got three really invested intellectual podcasters then you know there's a lot of content to get through. Sometimes it's a bit hit and miss, you know. Some weeks, example, on... case in
1: point, just then should have stopped thirty seconds. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs>
1: all right, no, thank yeah. you for another week listening, another week of uh, the Fantasy XV Draft Podcast. Get after us on the socials, and uh, till next week, keep it deep and keep it hard. See you. <laughs>